Average companies since 2015 have raised over $75 million publicly. They've been awarded recognition across the globe, including the Teal Fellowship. They've been selected to some of the most prestigious and selective startup accelerators. They've created over 300 full-time jobs all across the world. And iVenture companies have created over 250 internships. From an entrepreneurial standpoint, I would say the, the outcomes are not bad. <laughs> this is the Geese Download, a podcast from the University of Illinois' Geese College of Business. I'm your host, Tim Sinclair, and today I sit down to talk with Manu Edekara, director of the iVenture Accelerator Program at the University of Illinois. While leading budding entrepreneurs who hope to one day change the world may have always been in Manu's blood, it wasn't necessarily in his plans, at least not at first. Believe it or not, uh, my undergrad was actually spent on the pre-med track, so I'm South Asian and our family really pushed medicine as the main career. Uh, unfortunately, I've disappointed them. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, so what happened was the, the thing about the University of Illinois is it's a hugely entrepreneurial school. There are people starting companies left and right. I mean, some of the most innovative companies in the world, like YouTube, Oracle, the NFL, Baskin Robbins, they all have roots here at U of I. So I was infatuated with that. And that really changed my trajectory. So post-college, I probably, you know, I started a company at probably the worst time to actually start a company, which is right after you graduate. When you're ineligible for a lot of the free resources that a tier one research institution like the University of Illinois provides. So, yes, I was a full time entrepreneur post graduation, started a couple companies. And when I was in Chicago, I got a note that was looking for judges for mentors for the iVenture Accelerator, which is how I got linked up. And that was ultimately the goal for me was to be in a position where I could help motivate and guide young people who are often taking very risky career paths to help push them and think through those difficult decisions. So it was always the ultimate goal to help inspire and guide people that, are, that were going through similar experiences that I might have gone through in undergrad. Tell me about how the conversation with your parents went when you told them that uh, pre-med was going to become what it became. <laughs> So believe it or not, I actually came into college um, doing ROTC. So I was actually uh, very interested in diplomacy, foreign policy, and um, I was planning for a career in law, actually. And that switched when, you know, there was heavy pressure to go into medicine, engineering. Those are kind of the two main options. It wasn't the best conversation, absolutely. It was quite difficult, actually. And I think at a certain point... As a young person, you need to think about who you're making decisions for. And you may love certain people, but the most important relationship in life is with yourself. So you really got to be comfortable with the decisions that you make. And that's something we carry on towards our entrepreneurs, actually. It's just entrepreneurship is such a viscerally intensive career. And you need to be very positively sure that this is the path that you want to take because it can be all-encompassing. So, yeah, I think the conversation was difficult, but they're my biggest fans now. <laughs> Uh, for for those who don't know, I, we we've mentioned iVenture, we've mentioned startup and accelerator, and words like that that you know lots of people in the entrepreneurship space know. But for those outside it who who aren't quite familiar with what all those terms are and what they mean, give me kind of the nutshell of what iVenture is and and who it serves and how it's helping people. So a startup company is a generic term for a new business, a company that's just starting. Hence, it's in the name. And, and these terms are kind of self-explanatory. So accelerator is basically the term for 
a program that accelerates these new businesses, typically a fixed time, a fixed cohort with kind of fixed outcomes, hopefully. So for iVenture Accelerator, we are the educational program for the top student startups at the University of Illinois. We basically take on companies, student companies, nonprofits, social cultural projects that are building cultural, commercial, social value. And we do this over summer in a 10-week intensive program where student entrepreneurs get funding, resources, and coaching to build and scale their ventures. So that's kind of the iVenture program in a nutshell. What are some of the, or maybe one that that jumps to mind, uh, companies that have come through that everybody would either know of or would be impacting people in ways that uh, they're they're not aware of, but but their involvement in iVenture has really become a big deal. That's really tough because a lot of companies have had significant impact. I'm just going to name a, a couple, if you don't mind, and just generics. Sure. So our first cohort had a couple companies which come to mind. So one is Psionic, and what they've built is they just launched it in September 2021, is the Ability Hand. It's basically a prosthetic bionic hand and arm that can sense touch. It's covered by insurance and it's really revolutionizing the way amputees interact with the world. So that's pretty neat. That's kind of like a hard science neuroscience startup. Then they're also from the first cohort, there's a nonprofit called Make Your Girl and they educate young girls and help them get interested in careers in STEM through 3D printing workshops. And that's pretty neat. There is a company in India, based in India, and it's working on the healthcare space called Loop Health. They're probably one of the biggest companies. They've raised the 12 million Series A, and I think they have a couple hundred employees. So just in terms of impact of employment, that's a pretty big company. And honestly, that's just the first cohort. We're on our eighth cohort right now. So each cohort has similarly very interesting companies and projects. It's, it's kind of hard to choose. The third one, for example, had a company called Trala, and they teach people how to play the violin through an app. And again, that's a company that employs about 20 people. And I think hundreds of thousands of people have learned to play the violin. People are actually buying the violin because of Trala, which is pretty wow. neat. So yeah, absolutely. It, it's kind of an unfair question because I could keep going. <laughs> we have about 100 projects in our portfolio. <laughs> it's like choosing your favorite child. You're not supposed to be able to do it, right? I, I can't. I can't. They're all awesome. And even if they're not a company or venture, which is an important point, a lot of the students individually are doing really remarkable things. They're going to amazing careers and and, and winning all kinds of recognition. So for those who may be entrepreneurial minded, and I would imagine many of the students who are coming through various programs at Illinois are, uh, how do they get started? At what point in their college career can they join? Uh, talk me through the, the process, the, the logistics of that. At U of I, there's almost too many entrepreneurial things happening. We're one of the few institutions our size that are completely decentralized in terms of entrepreneurship. There's a wonderful, and these are all of our wonderful partners, by the way. They all sit on the committee that helps select the teams to the iVenture Accelerator. So we have an amazing research park. We have a venture capital arm. We have a technology entrepreneurship center. We have an office of technology management that helps with patents, for example. We have a, a, a unit called Social Innovation that focuses on social impact ventures. So this is all across the university. In terms of students, perhaps the best first stop for them to check out would be entrepreneurship.illinois.edu, which is kind of like a click-through infographic of the many conferences, competitions, hackathons, pitch events across the university. But 
The best thing that I could say is when I'm looking at, we have a bunch of alums that help support the program, a very significant amount of folks that have gone on to entrepreneurial paths. One thing that really doesn't hurt is getting started early, especially in college. So if it's something that you want to flirt with, like entrepreneurship, the best thing is just to start building ideas, working on things that you're excited about finding people that you want to work with and just testing things like have fun with it, build things, get in the habit of building, testing things. And that's probably step one is just getting into that habit. Step two would probably be finding out, you know, who's actually interested in using the things that you're building. Um, but I, th that's what I would say for students is just there, there's a plethora of things here. There's almost too many to count. And the best thing I can say is, you know, explore the wide spectrum because entrepreneurship doesn't necessarily mean starting a full-time company. You can be in entrepreneurial roles in the corporate world. You can go into venture capital as an investor. There, there are multiple paths. For example, the nonprofit that I mentioned, Make Your Girl, the founders of it went on to amazing careers at LinkedIn and Deloitte, for example. So there are a wide amount of career opportunities in the entrepreneurial spectrum. Yeah, they, they say you need a game-changing idea. You need a solid leadership team or a founder or group of founders. But uh, beyond that, obviously, you have to have a market of some sort, and then you have to have money uh, in order generally to make these things happen. What part does iVenture play in some of those, specifically the financial side and uh, some of the research and things that it takes to, to launch a company? So entrepreneurship is inherently risky, and we try to de-risk that. So this program was conceived as a partnership between four colleges, Geese, Granger College of Engineering, Social Work, and the College of Fine and Applied Arts. So this was multidisciplinary from the start, and the idea was pre-iVenture, my colleague and co-founder of the program, Noah Isserman, professor here at Geese Business, was teaching a course that basically, I think it was Soch 321, and... What they did was they had students go out into the community, find problems, and then come up with solutions. But then guess what? Come summer, all of these students would leave campus and go on to pursue internships. So the iVenture Accelerator was in part conceived because what if we could find a way to keep students here on campus to work on problems, if that makes sense? So one of the ways you do that is you give them some sustenance. So this includes food, um, lodging for trips to Chicago for pitching events, and as you mentioned, funding. So every student gets a stipend for the summer and up to $10,000 in capacity funding for their venture to use on their company as they please, obviously with some oversight from us. And while $10,000 might not sound like a lot, when you look at iVenture's track record for helping cohort companies raise investment dollars, those funds are just the tip of the iceberg. iVenture companies since 2015 have raised over $75 million publicly, probably a little bit more privately for their work. They've been awarded recognition across the globe, including the Teal Fellowship, Forbes 30 Under 30. They've been selected to some of the most prestigious and selective startup accelerators, such as Y Combinator and Techstars. They've created over 300 full-time jobs all across the world. And iVenture companies have created over 250 internships for students. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I would say the, the outcomes are not bad. <laughs> No, not, yeah, not at all. And uh, I don't think we've covered like who this is open to. My assumption was it was University of Illinois students and maybe even specifically Geese business students. But uh, talk to me about who is eligible to even apply. So iVenture students actually come from over 40 
fields of study. We are open to all of campus. We're actually open to the system. So students from UIC, University of Illinois at Springfield can actually apply. That is a huge strength of the program, which is when you bring smart people from different disciplines under the same roof, really cool things happen. So we're we open to all of campus. We are powered by Geese Business, but our students are from all across. Beyond just the financial and the ability to, to work in their their space a little bit. Um, what other benefits would you say iVenture has for these entrepreneurs who are trying to get things started? So in terms of resourcing, iVenture would, I would say is most likely a capstone experience. You know, it's probably not for the genesis of starting a company in college. It's probably towards the end of it. If you're really serious about raising capital, if you want to try to give it a shot of doing it full time, if you want serious help in trying to figure it out, whether or not this is a viable business or nonprofit. And in terms of resourcing, like, yeah, the money is nice, but I would say in terms of actual impact, the team itself has tremendous experience in strategic coaching. The access to the alumni network is incredibly expansive. We have hundreds of alums. We have one of the best alumni networks, I think, in the country of folks that are entrepreneurial and they're everywhere in all kinds of industries. We have additional resources which are worth about $300,000. So this could be things such as Amazon Web Service credits, which you can use to build and host a website. We have access and links with almost every major entrepreneurial hub in the city of Chicago. So there are specific hubs there that focus on different kinds of companies, hardware, biotech, software. We have access and great relationships with some of the major funders in Chicago, some of them who have donated directly to the program and supported us. So... I would say there's quite a few things, but perhaps one of the most significant things that was going to sum it up is just this amazing community of people that really support and build each other up. And that includes iVenture students and alums themselves. As I mentioned, we're in our eighth cohort right now. There are people from like the first, second and third cohorts hiring people from the current cohorts or building new companies with the current cohorts, which is incredible. Any entrepreneur who's looked into accelerators and these types of environments for per, perhaps launching a company knows that nearly all of them, while they offer some help with funding uh, in exchange, they take that uh, inequity in the company, does, does that accelerator. Uh, you guys, as I understand, do not. Uh, one, is that true? And two, if so, why? <laughs> it is true. I know a lot of people ask if it's true or not, but it is definitely true. So I think looking at it at a macro level, the whole point of geese is business on purpose. And so when students come into our program, the first exercise we have them do has nothing to do with their venture. It's why do you do what you do? We really think about purpose. And that's the heart of the program. Like iVenture is an entrepreneurship program, but specifically it's an entrepreneur program, if that makes sense, a change maker program a program for individuals to really figure out how to lead, how to build entrepreneurial skills and how to figure out what they want to do in life. Like this is essentially a career focused program. So the focus is actually at the individual level, not necessarily the startup level, which, which it does cover as well. So I, I hope that makes sense. So number one for us as an educational program, by far the number one goal of the program by far is individual learning and development. That being said, venture growth is pretty neat to see, and, but that's a distinct number two. And then the two other main goals of our program would include strengthening and broadening the entrepreneurial community 
and broader and more inclusive culture of change makers. So increasing access to opportunities hopefully gets more diverse groups of people interested in change making and innovation. And hopefully that spins out more really neat and innovative ideas. I uh, started a company myself about seven years ago, so I don't know that it qualifies as a startup anymore. Um, but we do have investors and it is tech-based. And I remember going through the process early on of trying to just find investors and figure out where that money was going to come from. And being a part of an accelerator was actually part of my experience. But I remember talking with the group that eventually came became our lead investor about sort of the odds of, of getting money. And they said they heard from three to four to 500 companies a year looking for funding, uh, depending on the year, and they usually funded three of them. And what I said was, so the odds aren't very good. And their response was, well, for us, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I bring that up to say, what what is a, a a group like yours? What is iVenture looking for when it when it comes to people who are applying? What do you need to bring to the table to increase the odds of joining a group like that versus you know wandering around aimlessly looking looking for help? For us, there's a couple things that are very very important. So one is individually, are these entrepreneurs coachable? You know, we don't want to work with people that are not coachable, that don't listen to feedback, that can't give feedback. So a big part of iVenture is we're not really instructing. The whole cohort functions as essentially each team's board of directors, if you will. So every team will give a board meeting, every team will give updates, and then the rest of the cohort will actually listen, give feedback, ask questions, and hopefully give suggestions to improve. So that's number one is like, can you be a good community member? So our application process is actually a year long and there's three waves. And this gives us time to see if people receive feedback from our committee. As I mentioned earlier, we have all these directors from all the different entrepreneurial hubs on campus reviewing each application. So they give feedback. Are these students listening to feedback? Are they making progress? And are they, are they working with us in a way that makes sense? So that's number one. I think number two is really looking at real problems. There's a bunch of real problems in the world that need solutions. And U of I students are some of the smartest students I've ever had the pleasure of instructing. So what are the real difficult problems that you guys are working on? What are the big impacts, the big solutions that you're thinking about? So that's number two. I think just venture stage is also quite important. So again, this is not really an idea stage program, though we have taken ideas in the past, but it would really help to have some kind of traction. Like are there potential users? Are there potential customers? Are people signing letters of intent to purchase your product? Do you have a product? Have you built something? Do you have a team? So I think just like traction is kind of important. Then commitment. So this is a program with a significant amount of investment for a, a, quite honestly, a very small group of students. Okay. And it's a year long program because after the summer, my colleagues teach the iVenture seminar, which is a three credit hour course in, in Geese business that helps continue the iVenture experience. And it functions honestly as like a senior design project. Like you focus on a problem of your company and you work on that the entire semester. So we're looking for commitment. Like, is this just like kind of a one and done summer project that you want to put on your resume? Or is this something that you really think will be a game changer and help change the world for better? So I think that's, that's probably the last one. In addition to the possibility of said company making money and being able to scale and having a big enough, you know, 
potential market, those kinds of things. You guys also place a, a significant amount of value in the social aspect or impact of these businesses. Uh, how, how does that look? Is there a way to define that when it comes to uh, helping these companies as they work toward reaching their goals? This really ties in to the geese mission, you know, business on purpose. So it's not just the social cultural projects or the nonprofits that are focused on impact. Like a lot of the for-profit companies, I'd say most of them are actually focused on impact as well. In fact, you know, during COVID, I would say a lot of these companies, there's, there's a company called Mesh Plus Plus, and they help set up Wi-Fi for communities. They've done a lot of work in rural and underserved populations that helps set up, you know, internet access for them. So that's pretty neat. So I would say just like the purpose thing kind of permeates through both profit and nonprofit ventures. In terms of how we think about that, we work intensively with the leadership of all these ventures to make sure that they're connected and supported to other change makers. So the network itself is really good, but also dial down and focus really on what it is exactly that they want to do. Because each company always will have a million things, a hundred fires happening. And perhaps the best way to focus on impact is to really get clear on your mission and vision. So, you know, day one, why do you do what you do? Focus on the entrepreneur. Day two, guess what we're focusing on? Mission and vision of your company. So getting really clear on what, what the world is that you want to look like based on the work that you're doing, if that makes sense. You know, entrepreneurs sometimes feel like they're not following the rules and like they're different and that nobody understands them and they're never satisfied and they, they feel like those things about them are, are negatives, that they don't fit the mold of going through, you know, med school or, or law or whatever. Um, and I love the fact that universities are, are wrapping their arms around them and saying, no, 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 no. People like you are the people who change the world, and we don't want to make you feel weird. We want to set you up for success. And it sounds like, you know, that that's what you and the rest of the team at iVenture are really trying to do. Yes, I would say we are very, very lucky to work with really passionate, ambitious students and working in a college that really supports this kind of broader, impact-focused thinking. And Manu should know. He was one of those ambitious students who decided to follow passion rather than expectation. And now he's helping other entrepreneurs in waiting do the same. Be sure to join us for the next Geese download. In the meantime, you can learn more about the Geese College of Business at geesebusiness.illinois.edu.